0: My name is Lilian Ogazi and this is Nigeria Daily. Do you remember Sally Subuhari? Well, let me juggle your memory a little. Sally Subuhari was a former lawmaker from Kano State and was also the first Speaker in the House of Representatives when Nigeria fully returned to democratic rule in 1999. Now, his emergence as Speaker was like a thunderbolt because he was the youngest lawmaker in the history of Nigeria. I mean, he was 36 he was a shining star. Unfortunately, shortly after he was sworn in as speaker, the defunct news magazine uncovered a forgery act against him in what was known then as the Toronto Saga. In that discovery, it was found out that he entered the chambers with forged certificates about his age and the higher institution he allegedly attended and this led to his untimely resignation. In his resignation, he said, I apologize to you, I apologize to the nation, I apologize to my family and friends for all the distress I had caused them. I was misled in error by zeal to serve the nation. I hope the nation will forgive me and give me the opportunity to serve again. Do we have young Nigerians like Sally Subuhari in positions of power today who are willing to take over the helm of affairs of the country? Where are the youths? Listen to a youth activist.
1: My name is Ali Dayra Aliyu. I do research around politics and uh, extremism. And being ready for uh, a particular position of leadership means if you have the mental capability, you have the strengths, you have you know willingness to bring the change that is needed in the society, mm-hmm. then I think you are ready. And the youth are the best people among the all the categories of the people that we have in Nigeria youths have the largest percentage, they are the best to fit into that position or that categorization of being mentally capable, uh, fit to run, healthily fit. And uh, the major problem for them is having the resources to do that.
0: Okay, so as a youth, can we be honest now? Aren't we worried about the kind of youth we have? Do they have the um, level of morality that is required to be in the corridors of power?
1: Yes, I think we have. If you read the history of Nigeria, you can see that the major people that transformed this country to where we are today, uh, I am I'm optimistic. Like, I, I see development that Nigeria has seen even in the past two decades. I'm saying that if you see the leaders that transformed Nigeria to the level it is right now, uh, we can see most of them have led this country in their useful age. Look at Yakubu Gawan, for example, how he's led this country. Look at General Ibrahim Bademasi Babangida, how he led this country. Yeah, but look sorry, to go short, the- there's
0: a notion regarding these leaders we had back then that the fact that they were young led to an economic downfall for Nigeria because, and these leaders didn't have mentors at that young age, so they really didn't really know what to do. So, do you think Nigerians should actually look up to these leaders?
1: Uh, I think. Uh, when we look at the context uh, at that time, we can see that there, is, there are some elements of trust in that assertion. Uh, there were, we have a kind of a baby population at that time. The population is not as boomed as it is today. Uh, the number of people at, those, at, at that time uh, is very low when you compare it to the number of people that we have today. And the resources when we see them, the boom in the oil uh, uh, price in, in that moment, uh, we can see the level it to, at that moment. I think the major problem with that time, it wasn't about his age. It wasn't about the, the leaders. It, about, it is about the collective responsibility that all of the Nigerians had at that time. Okay. Nigerians should collectively think of how they can manage the resources that they have and think of how they can get out of the problem or any political or economic quagmire they may fall into. And that was the problem. People were not thinking about that. It wasn't only about the leadership. Whenever I'm talking about the leadership, I think of a leadership in this country as a collective responsibility.
0: We know the leaders are corrupt. What is the guarantee that we would have young Nigerians who would, you know, take the helm of affairs and not be as corrupt as the leaders? Because we find youths still backing up these leaders and supporting these leaders. And you are saying you want to be positive and optimistic that there's a chance we would have youths. I mean, is there a chance we would have youths who have been mentored and have seen corruption thrive and have seen this get away with corruption and wouldn't want to do the same thing? I fear for the future of Nigeria. So, do you think we we, are, we will be able to salvage Nigeria with the youth we have today and what how they've seen? Politics being
1: run. I'm feeling that despite all these negativities that we have in this country, there are some people who are really needing change, who are really there to bring the change, who are really ready for uh, their turn to come and bring change to this country. We are not all corrupt. There are some people among us who are really not corrupt and who are really optimistic to bring the change into this country. I think the major problem is Nigerian youth are so pessimistic they believe of being, you know, they have to get out of this country for them to prosper. They believe that they don't need to do anything for this country unless uh, siphoning the resources of the country by worshiping the corrupt officials or the leaders of the country mm-hmm. and waiting for their turn also to, uh, to corrupt the country or mm-hmm. to corrupt themselves and the country at, at large. Mm-hmm. So, I think if we can get some people to train from the rules uh, from the childhood. People that we can nurture from the childhood, like children from the school, if we can uh, bring them, train them, and bring them and put their Nigeria in their month first, in a time being, we'll come to a time when uh, Nigerians will start to sing about the country. Okay, so They'll you're saying, so you're saying for now,
0: the youth we have for now are lost stories. We need to start training young Nigerians.
1: Yeah, I think we need a total change of mindset. Okay. We need a total change of mindset. I, the, point of, the major problem now is. Uh, the youth have seen that the leaders are not serious. I mean, the, old, the elderly ones that we have at the helm of affairs are not serious. And they are seen those, these people are not serious. We have to find our way uh, to get what we, whatever we can get from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to, you know, save our save our family. And that's why you can see uh, some youths among us are actually joining the politically corrupt. Mm-hmm. They are joining them. They are just there to get whatever they can get because...
0: So isn't this isn't this a point the, of worry? Isn't this a point of worry for what great for the future of Nigeria?
1: Yeah, it's great. It's a great something to worry about. But I think if we can change it from the top down to the bottom, mm-hmm. I think it's something that we can do. We can really change.
0: That was Ali Udahiru, a youth activist, speaking. What exactly is holding the youths back? Is it lack of mentorship or the youths are not just ready? We'll find out after the break. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. So welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at the Nigerian youth in politics and we're asking if Nigerian youth will be able to lead a corrupt free country if given the opportunity fully. Now, before we went on break, we had a chat with a youth activist who told us why the youth might still stand a chance with leading a corrupt free nation if fully given the opportunity. In Nigeria today, politics has somewhat become a case of shared national kick for all, and when it's your turn, put the same on repeat. With the youth watching this play out, should we be worried that they would do the same when given the opportunity? I had a chat with an elder statesman, and this is what he says.
2: My name is Takide Isamafi Diheriwamuri. I'm a farmer, a manufacturer, and a retired civil servant and a politician. Nigerian youth are capable... If well organised, can become the fodder of growth and development in Nigeria. They can take over.
0: So what happened? What, where did they? Where are they missing it?
2: They are not missing it. It's the political cloud that is building up. Yesterday or the day before yesterday, if I am not mistaken, the President Muhammadu the Commander in Chief and Chairman of one of the campaign of one of the big political parties in Nigeria, have advocated that party supremacy should become the vogue or the leading item that can govern or lead the political dispensation we are going to have. If we have this coming political manipulation, coming election, coming 2023, and the party supremacy prevails, 60 to 70% of voters would be youth, and the party can take a decision to place them where they belong to, in such a way that we can see Nigeria Starting a president is is what happened today in Britain, where you have a 42-year-old become prime minister. I pray to God that within the shortest time, we see this happening in Nigeria. And this would only happen through the political parties if they are the one manipulating the Nigerian politics.
0: Okay, now but let's talk about the youth themselves. Now, and the what they are being left to emulate. Now, sir, you experienced the era where we had the likes of Yakub Gowon and, you know, young people taking over the helm of affairs of Nigeria and how they were able to govern the country back then. No doubt the population then and now are a huge difference. But we have youths nowadays, and all they have seen as a form of role model is corrupt politicians who are only going out there to take what they want for their own benefits. Should we be worried that our youth will be able to emulate the right thing and be able to separate the right from the wrong?
2: Sorry, I have to caution you. The role models in Nigeria are not are not corrupt
0: politicians. Okay, sir. We
2: have got a lot of reputable Nigerians that are role models because we have six, seven, eight, nine, ten out of two hundred million that are not the best of people, we should not carry all of them and give them a ban.
0: So but now we find that most of these youths are following this six, seven, eight, nine, ten. ...that don't have the interests of the country at heart... ...but just want to take their share of the national cake and move on. And most of these politicians, they have the opportunity to do this... ...are not politicians that are even credible enough for people to look up to. Now, isn't that something, a point of worry for the Nigerian youth?
2: Yeah, what, 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 is, what you see happening? It's a social media affair. Mm-hmm. And whoever believes in social media... ...is not putting Nigeria on the right pedestal. For me, let's give the youth the chance... They are being led by a group that are not supposed to lead them. But we have just started not up to 30 or 40 days of politicking. We have four months to go before the election. We'll we'll have a chance of separating the good from the bad. And the youth will realize that the person who is distributing money for them to buy votes that cannot be utilized under the the present dispensation of uh, INEC, card reader system will capitalize that they have to go for the right persons or the right interests. And if party supremacy, as his excellency said, prevail, you see that the youth will stop following somebody who is carrying money back. They will carry, they will follow people that have a definite future. Do you know why I said I said this because of the type of jamboree that happened in Kaduna.
0: So, sir, you're saying that Nigerian youth have what it takes To rule Nigeria devoid of corruption and corrupt practices and to rule Nigeria in an upright manner.
2: We have no structure in Nigeria that is our best beside the youth. We cannot outright condemn the best of our material.
0: We cannot. That was Isa Tafida Mafinde, an elder statesman, speaking. According to Oche Otokpa, an innovation expert and an author, If young people are our greatest asset in a war that must be won, then we must be willing to extricate them at whatever cost from the clutches of those who seek to exploit their weakness. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, BossRoute.com. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Tuning Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Jos, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sababa FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, or if you have questions or comments, or even suggestions of topics that you would like us to talk about, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913. 893-3390 or you could reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.